the 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 hangout thing um with with the rest of the the nerds of color uh yeah. that's that's up now on hard knock life so if you go to the the hard knock media check out keith's podcast you'll you'll have two hours of just nine people talking about random shit so <laughs> right on um that sounds like our jam yeah uh i, I kind of feel like uh you would have fit right in. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I would have. Um, but it, yeah, it, it started at 1030. So we went to like one or two. It was, it was a late night. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it, nothing wrong with that. Just one of those. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Do we, is this the time where we hit the bumper or do I need to give you some sort of hard out to be able to hit the bumper? No, I, you know how this goes. I just, Cool. Put it wherever. Yeah, I, can give you a, I can give you a heart out before I hit the bumper. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I did a 12-mile bike ride today. I'm a little grumpy, and I've already had way too much bourbon. This is oh. my second one. Let's oh, fucking do this thing. <laughs> well friends welcome to a very uh drunk fucking do it cast <laughs> no not yet but i'll get there believe me <laughs> we are part of the hard knock media podcasting network that's noc nerds of color you can find us on the hardknockmedia.com website we are at the bottom not an indication of quality just because we were the last ones to join the network. Now, if you go to Hard Knock Media, yeah, like if you go to Hard Knock Media Podcasts and you, you search and you look and see and you're going to see a list of podcasts, you're going to see icons and everything else. Again. We won't be in the top bracket. Mm. Now, that's not necessarily an indication of quality as Jamie Noguchi <laughs> once said, but we're, we're below the fold as they say. Yeah, 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 we're a deep dive. Yeah, we're we're a deep dive in all fairness, but <laughs> thanks for finding us. Thanks for searching. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, it's it's very cool to be part of the network. Uh, I I don't know if Keith is ever planning on getting like getting people physically together after all of this happens i mean I, I hope so i hope so because like there there are a lot of people i'd like to meet in person and i know you'd like to meet some of them in person because like yeah it, it's different like the zoom thing is okay um but like for for you and me when we meet people we want to just we want to hang out we want to get we want to get a meal together you know we want to see what they're about and stuff and you know yeah i, I feel like i feel like we gotta i feel like we're in good company brandon is what i'm saying this makes sense I mean, in, in all fairness, this makes sense. The the very cursory Zoom interaction that I had with the other members of the <laughs> network, I think it's I think we're in good company. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I assumed that the boss wouldn't have brought us on if we weren't a good fit. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, Brandon. Um, besides uh, getting your exercise on, what have you been geeking on? Uh, so a couple things. 
since last since last we met since last, last we spoke, met. Uh, I have been doing a couple things. I have been one ongoing fighting with the Maryland Department of Unemployment because Jamie Noguchi, I received a letter. Oh no! The postman atop a mighty steed delivered a letter to my post office box. And that letter read, congratulations on your new job that I don't have. What? Because they seem to show that I'm employed, which is news to me. Where? I'm not really clear. Now, I, there's an email in my inbox in all transparency stating that there have been a lot of issues with the new computer system, what have you. But no basically shit. what ended up happening is I received a letter uh, and it was dated um, April 15th. And it said at the bottom of the letter that if I had any dispute of this claim, that I had seven days to respond via phone. And when I called the phone number, there's no one there to answer it. I managed to track down an email address after finding a phone number that referenced another phone number that referenced a phone number that referenced an email address. So then I sent an email off to everyone stating, you know, I hadn't been employed. I still haven't been employed. I, I send off this whole thing, but I don't know what to do. So there's apparently an email in my inbox that states like, hey, so we hear a bunch of you have been told that you're employed. We know that you're not. I don't know what that means, but that was my Monday. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Um, but inverse of this, you know, I'm Jamie, I'm not a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of guy. I'm a glass two thirds kind of guy. <laughs> I got a good attitude, but most of the time I miss the point. And I think that's the idea: is that I'm gonna try and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and have I'm gonna try and have a good attitude here about this whole thing, and say if somehow anyone who works for the Maryland Department of Un, uh, sorry the Maryland Department of Labor, especially in their unemployment office, and they hear me complaining, I want them to hear me say without anyone else involved or anything like that. I genuinely appreciate all the effort that you guys are doing. I know it has very little to do with you when it comes to any sort of mistakes that happen, new computer systems, what have you. I appreciate all of the hours that I know that you're working. I'm sure you, every phone call that you have, you're just getting screamed at nonstop. I know that's got to exhaust you. I hope that my email finds you well. I hope my tone was respectful and cordial. And I genuinely just want to be able to pay my bills. So Fuck, man. Jesus I, Christ. I, I appreciate you. I know you're, you know, you're going through <laughs> it too. So I don't want it, the tone to be accusatory, but boy, howdy, was I at a 14 out of 10 Jesus. when I read that letter. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh man. Yeah. Any hoozle. So fuck that so hard. Yeah, I know. But <clears throat> so anyway, um, the inverse of that, what have I been doing? Well, I bothered to actually do a workout on Monday, so feeling Ooh. much better about that. Yep, going to get try and get back on the horse again. Um, I decided to randomly start playing Mario Kart because I wanted something <laughs> else to curse at. <sighs> yeah, seriously. Like, my, my kingdom for a version of Mario Kart that doesn't have any 
of the shells or bananas or anything else like that. And I know that's heresy, but the amount of times that I have managed to power slide past somebody just to get blue shelled makes <laughs> me want to just absolutely throw someone off a fucking roof. Man, like is, it really does. Is it on the Switch? Uh, the one I'm playing, yeah, is on the Switch. Mm. So are you playing and with other people? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, right, right now I am playing strictly to try and unlock everything so this way I can be able to kind of play openly so that I can start properly winning uh, the 200 series races and then could possibly play online. But I know I'm nowhere near competitive in Mario Kart. Mm. So I'm not trying to get frustrated at people on the other side of the world while all of this is going on. I've got enough rage going around just in my <laughs> own uh, well, home for well, no, any of that. You could, you could play with your friends and then just dunk on them. No, all my friends are playing Animal Crossing. Oh, so oh. that's, that's not an option. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't yeah. have a Switch. Otherwise, I would, right. I would hop on that shit. Right, so the reality is, is that the only people playing Mario Kart right now are people who purchased a Switch because of the pandemic, then decided to buy a game that they recognized. They're probably not playing online. Or people who competitively play Mario Kart. Ooh. Is, is there a semi-pro Mario Kart circuit? I'm sure there is. Cause, I, I'm, I'm cause, almost 100% cause sure Because B... I will sponsor the shit. Fucking do it, cast. will sponsor you <laughs> to whoop some teenager's ass at a I, national I wish, competition. I wish I had the ability to do that so <laughs> that I could talk that kind of shit. But right now, we, your boy ain't there. So. We, we will sponsor you to whoop Susie's ass. Like, <laughs> she I, might be top of the leaderboard, but you could take her down. <laughs> I'm I'm here for all of that. Uh, I think what I need to start doing then is uh, I assume I have to Twitch stream for some fucking reason, and oh, then man. I don't know. <laughs> I I can't figure half of this internet shit out. But uh, yeah, there's, so there's I've been playing be a lot people, of Mario Kart. There's got to be people who who stream Twitch stuff. We should ask Megan because she oh. Twitch streams. No, I I'm believe me, dude. I'm sure with a webcam. And a microphone and the setup. I'm sure I, in a quick Google search, I can learn how to Twitch stream. Like that's the, learning how to Twitch stream isn't actually the issue. Mm. It's the idea of having to feed the beast of being popular. So this way, I can then <laughs> go play professional gaming. So this way, I can. I need a constant revenue stream, Jamie. I just mm. can't wait for like what I assume are the national Mario Kart tournaments that are some <laughs> for some reason held in. I'm going to take a shot into Akron, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because it seems like the sort of place it would host that sort of thing. But, but you know those, those YouTube videos where it's like, I'm going to learn how to play a guitar. In a month, and you, you start like from, from day one where you can't even do a bar chord to like 365 days later, they're, they're doing like full like Steve Vai runs. You could do the same thing with like your, your stream. You could be like, all right, I'm starting on this journey. I'm going to become a professional <laughs> Mario Kart player i can't i can't do like i've never been committed to anything like that like I, i'm <laughs> because i have responsibility like i don't know what to tell you like i don't know whether that's a a back burner thing of mm -hmm. like 
hey, so your dad's high again, and you're going to have to pay the mortgage. So <laughs> you're not going to get to play guitar like Virtuoso today there, Junior. Or if it's like, yeah, or if the world's burning, and by the way, you can't pay your mortgage. Seems a lot of the driving force behind my not being able to go pro doing something dumb is paying <laughs> where I live. Like, yeah. which seems weird, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm not willing to set up like my switch hanging out in a Starbucks to be able to steal their <laughs> Wi-Fi to to go pro so that I can live in my car. Like I'm just I'm not there. <laughs> well, too, I will, too many I will, responsibilities. I I will figure out how to sponsor you, even though we yeah our podcast yeah has I like zero I, money. But I, I, I yeah like I I need something easier to go pro with, like cup mm. and ball sort of thing. Um, God, yo-yoing still seems too hard. I don't know. Like I got yo-yo is tough as shit, I, yo. Yo-yo is tough as shit. Yeah, like I. I don't know what I need to do, but yeah. So, uh, so I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart, um, and uh, today I I decided I am genuinely surprised as to how crowded some of these trails are. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, but yeah. Also, um, pro tip: riding your bike with a face mask sucks. Oh yeah, the breathing and, and it just, sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so it's one of those like, do I go off and on depending on if I see anybody? Like, what's the rule? Like, yeah. So anyway, so I headed back out to the NCR trail today. Um, mm-hmm. Starts up in Cockeysville, goes like forty-five miles. I managed to do twelve today. So that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of miles. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel bad because I have a beach cruiser, which means it's a single gear. So basically, I have like the cool guys hipster douchebag bike, it's where it's like a fixed gear sort of thing. So but like, it's a, you have a fixie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, nice. It's got a coaster brake. Like it's nice. it. It's it's essentially the equivalency of the BMX that you grew up with as a kid, mm-hmm. just built for big people. So it's got like the big like oh, beach cruiser dude. handlebars and everything nice. else. I like got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I you know hop on the thing and and go out there and it's nice. I got like a Bluetooth speaker, so I just kind of play some podcasts that I'm listening to and just kind of go riding out there. So yeah, I don't you know, spent a few hours doing that. So I don't that know. Nice. I don't know a good solution. So I I have a CPAP which fucking sucks, but it's got a mask and it constantly shoves air into your face. Um, but now I'm okay. realizing that wouldn't work. I mean, if you had a backpack situation that you could power it through, but I forget. The yeah, but that C- still wouldn't work though. No, it wouldn't work because the CPAP has a vent out. So it vents the air out. So you like, right, yeah, of course it does. Mm. Yeah. It has to pull air from somewhere. That so like that doesn't work. necessarily work either. Yeah. The other the other idea I had was like a snorkel situation, but then you're still breathing air out this way. It's still so it still, still doesn't. Yeah, it, it it's still it, bad. Yeah, my my options are really not have real daylight and not be able to get out and bike ride, which is probably what I should be doing is using my exercise bike at home. Yeah. And sitting at home, but frankly, that's I'm getting the, stir crazy. Yeah, that's not fun. No, yeah, you I, should you should get out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or or just not work out at all, which was a problem in and of itself. So yeah, I, I I guess there's the third option of just being one of those assholes who doesn't wear a mask anywhere and just decides to go do whatever the fuck they please. But Audrey I, had I one know. of those people at the Trader Joe's today. Like everyone was wearing that, masks except for this what? old ass dude. <laughs> oh. Mm. 
You know, I can't tell it. Okay, couple things. One, old dude shopping at Trader Joe's without a mask feels real contradictory in a lot of ways. And I can almost respect the fuck you, kill me. <laughs> Except for the fact that it's Trader Joe's. He's not a dude. Right, it's Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, if this guy was genuinely eating, like, if he was buying government surplus bread and frying it in fat back and decided to go to the, gro- to go to like, the liquor store to buy Thunderbird wine, it was like, fuck <laughs> you. I lived through the war. Thunderbird. Ain't shit gonna kill me. Right, yeah, like, if this guy was genuinely like a, I don't fucking care, shit ain't gonna kill me, and this ain't gonna stop me, while I disagree with him, I'm good with that guy walking around without a mask. I gotta be honest, like, I'll yeah, wear yeah, mine, yeah. cinch it tight. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if, if I have to go wear a mask in a liquor store so that that old guy can walk around with a zero fucks attitude, Guy's got maybe, let's say conservatively, 10 years. Mm, mm-hmm. If he shaves six months off by going to the liquor store and buying five bottles of, of, of cheap brown liquor, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. good. Like, genuinely, here's a 10 spot. Yeah, like, no, no. Old, <laughs> please understand. Anyone with scoliosis is not fucking drinking Fireball. That is... <laughs> That that is reserved for a younger generation of flip flop clad uh, of uh, yeah just as a life rule. If you know someone who drinks Fireball by choice, not like hey, we all went to the bar and we have that one friend who drinks Fireball and they all got a shot. Yeah, and we'll have a shot. If you are genuinely going, yes, I will drink Fireball. Fireball is sold in a plastic bottle. <laughs> oh man. There's I a- have drank some cheap shit. Yeah. And plastic bottle really becomes kind of a Mason Dixon line on like, boy howdy, this is some bad liquor. <laughs> there's a there's a photo somewhere of Hazel as a as a toddler, I think like one or two years old, just like sucking on a fireball bottle like a, it, it was empty and we had washed it out right. and stuff but right. like it still looked like she was getting sauced or something. yeah <laughs> yeah i <sighs> don't kids you're better than this don't drink fireball and and genuinely don't choose to encourage other people to drink fireball like just yeah. don't don't do that you're, you're better than that genuinely like oh, yeah yeah, I, so that's yeah. that's what I've been doing is uh, bike rides, workouts, and Mario Kart, and also shouting at the government establishment. God damn it. Um, oh, Jamie Noguchi, what, well, what the I, fuck have you been well, I, also, I also have to thank you. I have to thank you and D because you two are the yeah. only ones participating in Maymoa, even though I'm <laughs> even though I made it. I have not You yet. made it, you're not doing it. I it's not that I'm not doing it, it's that I have I'm I'm working on book two stuff and I need to yeah, do a lot of pre-production and yeah. uh, the, the more I'm, the more pre-production you do, it helps out in the end. S- same with yeah. movies, same with animation, yeah. same with games. No so like, uh, I used to shit on people who spent a lot of time just making sketches and designs and like never actually making the comic. Well, caveat, that shit <laughs> turns helps. Out. Yeah. Turns out <laughs> all of that shit helps 
figuring that out also with colors because if you're coloring it you need to figure out what colors everything is going to be otherwise you're doing <laughs> it on the fly at the end and yeah. you're rushing and you're staying up to like four in the morning so pre-production 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 um <laughs> so yeah I, I have to thank both of you for participating in memoa you're posting amazing photos that you've scoured through the internet d is actually <laughs> drawing the prompts and she's posting I, it on I know, facebook right? and like you guys, if, if the two of you are the only ones who participate, it will have been I, a motherfucking success. <laughs> I, I, I realize that, like, I don't know if I've ever actually done one of these, like, month-long things. At this point now, it's almost a point of pride of, like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care if I'm the only person posting this. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. Because, like, I've searched the hashtag. It's, like, maybe 35 posts, and at least four of them are mine. Like, it's just <laughs> no way around it. That's so cool. That's so cool. I mean, that's what the – that's, like, everyone yep. knows about Inktober. That's where Inktober started is just Jake Parker, right. like, I need to learn how to ink. So I'm going I'm to make this thing. And that's how it all starts out. It starts off as a fun thing. And, yeah. you know. So – on the plus side, Maymoa 2025 is going to be fucking fire. Yes. Fucking yes. fire. I'm I just, excited about it. I just want to shoot with them. Like, I, I get it. Like, I've like been, please understand, I, I wish more people were doing the hashtag because I've been tagging him in all of them. And I'm hoping <laughs> at some point along the way, the publicist is like, Jesus fucking Christ, what is it with this fat asshole <laughs> and tagging Jason in things? And then he's going to see it. And then he's going to see the prompt that you made. And he's going to be like, well, God damn, that's genuinely kind. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go climbing with him. He, so, so ill uh, is a, they, they started off as a climbing hold company. Now they do shoes yeah. and all sorts of apparel and stuff. Yeah. Shoes and bags and all sorts of stuff like that. They have a Momoa line. He has, I know. he has masks now, face masks. Yes. And uh, a portion of the proceeds go to um, a foundation that uh, gets young people involved in climbing, which is super mm -hmm. cool. Um, they're all sold out. The, the, the May 20th shipment is sold out. The June yeah. 3rd shipment is sold out. You can get in on the July one, but, you know... Yeah. I think masks. I think we're just going to need to have masks from here on out. But no, like. we 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 totally were. Yeah, I I was mm. an early adopter of that because I followed uh, I followed them for a while mm. and I caught the drop when it came out. Oh um, wow! And yeah, it was like was debating on it, but they were like twenty one dollars, I think, a mask, and yeah. not to not to s on the quality or anything else like that, but just one of those they look like really because good. I'm going to play right now. Like yeah. it's one of those I don't necessarily need that. So mm -hmm. decided against it. And luckily, everyone else stepped up and decided to buy them. Shocker. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah like, I assume they, they would be doing well. It, they look great, too, because they got the little metal. Um, they're the kind that, that shaped over here. And yeah, they got the metal, face, yeah. The metal thing here, and they got a little chin yeah. thing here. And they've got that, um, that pattern that his, Momoa his has. His family crest. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah. His, yeah. <sighs> fucking... <laughs> Water protector guy, like charity stuff, uh, right. make a wish, climber, like a fan, like <laughs> he takes all the boxes. If you yeah, were to, no, I I get it. Yeah, if if, were, if Jamie were were to leave his wife, yeah, be like you know what, fuck it, yeah. I'm I'm gay. That that hundred yeah. percent, and I'm only gay for Jason Momoa. Like if, just because yeah. he's the only man who takes 
all of the boxes. Yeah, if, if you were to create the idealized human being, they would be generous, they would be kind, they would be empathetic, yep. and they would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like all of these <laughs> things. Plus, when he's bored, he hangs out and does target practice with tomahawks and <laughs> drinks way too much Guinness. Sees tech in boxes for me too. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm here for all of this. Yeah. Plays bass like is is big you know, it's big gearhead. Like just yeah. Guys got me wanting to go buy an old motorcycle is really what it comes down <laughs> to. Like I don't need that kind of stress. Yeah, I I want to I want to see his Leica collection. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Momoa makes me want to be cooler. Is yeah. really what it comes down to. He, yeah, he like he rolls around. I'm goals. like, yeah, yeah, life yeah. goals. I wish goals. I could just kind of have this, like, yeah. So I'm pretty and very hairy, and uh, <laughs> I hate cardio and beer is good, and uh, yeah, let's go do some rad shit. And it's like, god damn, I'm swooning. Were you the one whose basement's flooded? Were you the one who posted that photo of like, um, like the him him and his climbing buddies, and they're all giant, like. And they're and they're like oh they're all, yeah and it was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like V six club because none of us can do it <laughs> or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah V V six club because we're all too heavy to do anything higher <laughs> yeah and it was, it was suddenly like, one of those like realistic goals <laughs> like you know what okay I I suddenly <laughs> knowing that I'm noob as shit at climbing yeah occasionally getting most of the way up a V two yeah. makes me feel worlds better oh yeah versus like. Yeah, you're fighting gravity. I shouldn't be making it to the top of much of anything when it comes to climbing. So like well, every time I end up I end up like hitting something at the top, I'm like, nope. All I'm doing is defying Sir Isaac Newton and God at the same time. Well, uh our good friend, friend of the show, Dan Malaham, uh Dan Malaham is contemplating building his own wall in his backyard. So Brandon I, I Chalmers. Brandon Chalmers. We might be able to reach that unattainable Momoa goal of of climbing hard and being amazing. I, I think you might be mistaken because we're still in a pandemic and we can't go visit Dan. We have many wipes, and it will be very far away from his house because it's yeah, in the backyard. <laughs> and so it, we'll we'll do a set, and then far. we'll take a hose of alcohol and like okay, yeah. Douse so we're gonna it. have to pressure rush. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring my pressure washer over. Yeah, and, and then, we can pressure wash the wall. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have it like, we'll climb with Tyvek on. We'll just get in like a bodysuit <laughs> and like ventilators and we'll we'll do that. It's like training in the gravity chamber in Dragon Ball Z because we'll, we'll be having all this terrible gear that you're not supposed to climb oh, in. Oh, God. And then when we yeah. take it off, we will be super amazing. Okay, all right. I'm here for that. So I... I'm here for that. I'm 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 with this idea. I like this idea. <laughs> um, God. Yeah. Oh man, you yeah. just got me thinking about something that I that I saw yesterday. So, yesterday is May the fourth, yes. right? We we record on we're recording currently on May the fifth. May the fifth. Um, Star Wars Day. So it's on. You know the the new movies on Disney Plus, and you know they, oh, they right. just released the last episode of Clone Wars, which yep. if you haven't watched that. Look at me right now. Go fucking watch the new season of Clone Wars. That last episode is killer. Mm -hmm. No spoilers. Mm -hmm. Killer. Anyway, mm -hmm. so 
I, in my infinite wisdom, decide like, I ah, will throw on some Star Wars movies during the day. It'll be fun as we're just kind of BSing or what have you. <laughs> and, and I, because it's me, decide to throw on episode one. <laughs> and it had been a while since I've seen episode you one. You and Angel! Him saying yippee really just makes my soul hurt. <laughs> Except for the realization that I'm pretty sure, like I'm 100% sure Goku is the worst dad <laughs> in all of, of everything. Close second. Close <laughs> second. Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's so bad. He's so dude bad. Dude is the worst. So bad. Well, we're like, going to take you, but fuck your mom. Mm. Fuck that. <laughs> what about the idea of fucking Obi-Wan's been ready for the trials for a while, but he's just hanging out with his boyfriend? Like, <laughs> there is some creepy Batman and Robin shit going on with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. And the same one like, you've been ready for the trials for some time. And it's just like... Then fucking push him up. What? Put what me you, in the game, what coach. What are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like where you been? Where you been? Yeah. What? Yeah. What this is war going didn't on? start and, like you know. <laughs> right. And then insists on and okay, so so Obi so so Qui Gon's on Tatooine, right? Yeah. 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 Anakin's going to race in the pod race. Qui-Gon bets for Anakin's freedom. Right? You heard Padme in the beginning talk about how slavery is illegal. Yes. Full stop. Yes. Not a conversation. Not a yes. like, hey, we're out here. What does it matter? <clears throat> Just very like, slavery, not okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I... Of all the fucking overtly racist things that George Lucas let go through that movie, I'm glad that slavery not being okay still a fucking line. Yeah. Now, Qui-Gon bets for Annie's freedom. And I have to ask the question, why doesn't he just take the mother? He's meant to uphold the law. Well, we're not here to free slaves. We're not... The, the queen will understand. The queen agrees with me. We're not here to that, free slaves. What? What? <laughs> like, but this boy, I'm going to take this boy. Right. And more importantly, how is it no one... And I, I know this because when they talk about... When, when Padme shows up the first time and she meets Jar Jar, she looks at him slightly puzzled and goes, you're a Gungan, right? The Gungans... Or a race on the planet she's the queen of, and she can't recognize them because she views them as a lesser class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. clearly, Padme, cool with racism. Not cool somehow with slavery by comparison, but whatever. She's the one who points out slavery's not okay. But no one. When fucking Qui-Gon tells the mom, I've bartered for his freedom, no one went, cool, but slavery is illegal, so you both are going to... 
Because, like, what is Watto going to do? Tell the huts? What, like... Like, Jabba would be thrilled with the idea of two Jedi hanging out, betting on his races? Yeah, it... Don't don't pull those threads, because that sweater don't, will fall right the fuck apart. Like, <laughs> I, there are so many things. Like, the more I've watched that movie, the more I've realized, like, Jar Jar's bad, but he doesn't kill the movie for He's me. not like, the problem just, with the film. He's not the problem here. No. What, what the fuck, Qui-Gon? Like, and then after he gets the kid, when he could have taken the mom, he could have... Qui-Gon Jinn, in that one move, by taking Annie's mom and getting her to freedom, could have solved all of the problems. Because there's an argument to be had that if Anakin didn't have to slaughter the fucking sand people, then he may not have gone down that path at least not as quickly. No argument there. Like, no argument there. They would have had I, to come I, up I'm with a more th- interesting story. That, yeah, like, yeah, like no I, argument. I'm not there. saying that. I'm not saying that Annie wouldn't have ended up being Darth Vader at some point or what have you. But like, he could have had that bit of like. So when I was training and when I was still kind of a teenager. I may or may not have gone in and found someone who was raping my mom and I may or may not have killed an entire village, including women and children. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> what? What? Qui- <laughs> Qui-Gon did that kid dirty. Real dirty. So then he forces him onto the, onto the, the plane. By the way, as a quick aside... We should have had the Naboo design every ship ever. Oh, they're so pretty. The, the design work in the prequels is amazing. Like, like but the Naboo ships especially. Yeah. Because all of them are fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They're 1950s designs. Because mm-hmm. every other piece of equipment in there is designed like a 1980s shit box. Yeah. It's like hard corners and like... Black plastic bumpers yeah, and like, just like yeah, that chrome yeah, ship. Yeah. That chrome ship right, is a yeah. twenty. Yeah, the Naboo stuff looks like a, a fifty-six <clears throat> Chevy Bel Air, mm-hmm. and everything else looks like a ninety-two Toyota Corolla. <laughs> like it just, it just a lot of hard fucking lines yeah. and black bumpers. E- even their, even their like uh, fighter jets with like that. Orange, yes, that. that yellow orange like swooping thing in the butt like the the fins oh and- that's cool looking so good like so they, good they design a, a, their main ship that uh, that um that amadala's rolling around in yeah looks like the fucking sr-71 her fucking like, pistol is her like pistol looks deco. Rad. yeah it's it's amazing <laughs> anyway yeah okay that then <laughs> for some reason after, after Qui-Gon forces somehow the rest of the council into training him, he then, instead of enrolling the kid in the classes that clearly in the other movies we cover exist, mm-hmm. where Yoda, God forbid, trains younglings on how to be a Jedi, he's like, well, we have to go make sure that they're going to be doing the right thing. So we have to go to a war zone. So let me take this seven-year-old kid with me to a goddamn war zone. And then 
runs him around with everyone else, ends up in a hangar. He runs away. Qui-Gon never says a word about him running away from him. Not one. He climbs into a fighter ship, right? Slides out, shoots a bunch of of droids, (laughs) saves the day. And then Qui-Gon's statement to him is, don't leave the ship. Which, what? (laughs) He has a particular set of skills. Parenting is not among them. (laughs) You don't know. No shit! Because his daughter gets kidnapped from under a bed! Like, <laughs> I'm not... You know what? Fuck it. I'm not even mad. Liam Neeson on screen might be the second worst dad in all of film. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I just... that That's my call. It's just... I'd like... Like, one of these times, I'd love for you and I... I know it's not at the core of the podcast to just talk about bad fake dads oh because man. yeah i i need I, to send you this uh <laughs> video essay by maggie mayfish who talks about movie daddies and yeah, okay yeah it's, it's like a, i yeah. just yeah right yeah because like <clears throat> i would argue that every version of adam sandler from every adam sandler movie ever including little nicky is a better dad than quite than, than, <laughs> than Liam is in anything in <laughs> anything yeah like well, when you're like well i could leave my son with this jedi master <laughs> or this guy who's speaking in tongues holding a giant gold what looks like hockey stick but is a putter wearing a Bruins jersey and somehow the guy who responds with is a better dad than fucking Liam Neeson. Now there, there is one example of Liam Neeson being a, a decent father. Love actually. He's, he's, he's pretty good with his kid in love actually. Like, I don't remember the plot to love actually. I, I need to, I need it, to understand. This. It is, it is many loves, but he, his okay. kid, his kid has a crush on this girl. And instead of making fun of him, as many parents do when a kid is that age, he says, well, let's figure it out. And he, he, he helps the kid learn how to play drums. Cause the kid thinks that if he plays in the band, he'll get the girl, the attention of the girl. And he's like, all right, we're, you're going to learn how to play drums. We're going to watch rom-coms. We're going to do the thing. I'm going to, I will be here to support you. And it's, it's great. Like he, he, okay. All he right. listens to his, All right. it is the one example that I can think of off the top of my head where Liam Neeson is a pretty decent father in that one movie. But I don't know. Qui-Gon definitely fucks the pooch on. <laughs> like, he, he's, he's almost indirectly responsible for a slaughter, for the slaughter of an entire village of sand people. Because he didn't bother getting the mom in this society where slavery is illegal. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at, so there are near as I can tell he was in three taken movies. Oh God. Um, which are entertaining, but he's a terrible father. <laughs> right. So we we've got we've got three taken movies and one Star Wars movie. And I'd argue that 
let's assume there's a one for one trade off in this in this rule. Liam Neeson has got at least two really bad fucking movies where he's a bad dad, and yeah. I'd argue, like it's been a while since I, I would take a guess as the movies Cold Pursuit, The Gray, uh, Unknown, and Run All Night. He probably a has a kid and b probably is ignoring that kid. Yeah, because you never see the kid in the previews. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Because the kid ain't so, around. Because yeah. he ain't around. Yeah. he's a shit dad. Also, am I mistaken? Was he a fucking asshole in Schindler's List? I never saw that movie. Okay. I, I, I'll have to figure out what he is in Schindler's List because it's been forever since I've seen it. Yeah, I've never seen uh, it. That came out, I think that came out when I was in, like, in high school or something. But that, I never saw that. Or in college? Was well, he, play, he, he plays Oscar Schindler. <laughs> So I'm going to assume that he's fucking awful. <laughs> God. I, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, after joining the Nazi party, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so yeah. So so he plays an actual Nazi. Oh. So. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Love actually makes up for that. I think he, <laughs> that, that's. Not true. Love actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, plays an actual Nazi. Qui Gon. Hang on. Let me <laughs> no, let me define no. this in the way of the internet. Plays a Nazi. Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> Just love actually. So this way, yeah. So this way, everyone jumps off my nuts about being a prequels apologist. <laughs> oh man, Brandon. Anyway, uh. yeah. So. uh um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I, so I, I rewatched, uh, episode nine and, uh, I'm, I'm less mad about the beginning and, uh, mm. bothered to, so the beginning, right. Where they steal the, 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 the jumping through, through space. Oh yeah. The, scene t- the time, from, the, the warp skipping or not warp. Yeah, skipping. yeah. Yeah. The thing that they stole from, from the guardians. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So come to find out. There's a character that you see in the beginning who basically gives them the the secrets or whatever it is named Folio. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, uh, the the guy who who's like has that weird Australian accent who yeah, sounds yeah. like I don't know what's gonna happen here. Um. <laughs> so, uh, name Folio. Physically acted by a guy who has been in multiple episodes of Doctor Who, and who's done a bunch of children's shows, and voiced by Mark Fucking Hamill. <laughs> so I'd like to go on record as retracting my statement. I still think the the jumping through time thing was a fucking weird way to start the movie. Mm-hmm. But when Bolio's head ended up on the table, yeah, because Kylo Ren took it off. I literally shouted at my television, <laughs> fuck yeah, dicks out for Bolio. And just, <laughs> which, you know, like. Dicks out for Bolio. Dicks out for Bolio. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to make a shirt now, man. <laughs> it's just going to be Bolio's face. <laughs> just justice for, justice for Bolio. Justice that, for Bolio. That's what I want. Yeah. 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 Bolio didn't die so that I could sit around and not do anything. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want a haircut, Jamie. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. 
You got a lawnmower. <laughs> the amount of times I've debated that lately. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how anyone grows out an undercut. And uh, I hope I never gave anyone a hard time about that because Jesus Christ, this is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. Any hoozle. So, uh, boy, howdy. We are a fair bit into this. Yeah. Jamie Noguchi, what are you geeking out about? Because <laughs> I realized we never got Oh, there. shit. I never got to it. Um, so, uh, it's my birthday this week. Um, yeah, it is. And there ain't shit to do. So, tomorrow... I might post this tomorrow. I don't know. Whenever I post Wait, this. Hang on. Hang on. So, so, so the people understand your birthday is when? May tomorrow? 6th. May 6th. May yeah. 6th. So if anyone yeah. sees this, there's a good chance. We usually post these on what? Friday? We usually post this anytime between Wednesday and Friday. So sometimes it's Wednesday. Sometimes it's Thursday. Sometimes it's Friday. Okay. So if anyone sees this late, um, feel free to shoot Jamie a belated birthday message if you hadn't had a chance to see him, if you're not friends with him on Facebook or, or wherever else. But what are you thinking there, bro? Like, what's what's the so, game plan for your birthday? So, um, it's funny. We So, we got married on May the 4th, before May the 4th be with you. That whole thing started. So really? Like, yeah. The fourth, so, Monday was our 13th anniversary the only reason Congratulations, I man. The only reason I remember it is because we got married when I was 30, so it's easy to add up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tomorrow, I don't know, we can't go anywhere. We can't like my my wish would be go to, to go to a sushi restaurant and I would eat a sushi boat. I don't care what anyone else gets, but I'm getting the boat for myself to put inside my face. Um, that's not going to happen anytime soon. So instead, um, me and Hazel are going to be super geeky and just play PS2, PS4 games tomorrow. <laughs> so, like, awesome. After she does the school stuff and does her work, and we do our calls and we do some exercise because we need to get outside and exercise. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I looked at a bunch of different games. <clears throat> like, uh, I got Patapon. Uh, it's a it was a rhythm game for like the the um the whatever the so the sony the ps uh ps portable the vita the thing oh the vita okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i think it's the vita Go ahead. Uh, yeah so i picked that up there's a there's like a, a pac-man championship edition which okay. has like crazy wild effects and stuff um that's cool i picked up a guilty gear but i can't figure out how to play it because it says um i get stuck in this loop where it's like uh, start a game without writing save data or write, you know where it says like we have no save data or we'll start a game without or set yeah, up a yeah. new save there's an infinite loop where it doesn't matter what I click on it just keeps kicking me back to the start screen so I have to figure out how to unfuck that um, but yeah we're just going to play some dumb games and see how how lazy and, and stupid we can get <laughs> that's awesome um, so that should be cool she's, she's already playing uh, cut the rope uh, which is a mobile game. Yeah, a very, very cute mobile, mobile game too. Yeah, so she and Audrey play Cut the Rope. Um, we give her a choice between like a half hour of TV or a half hour of gaming. And lately she's been choosing to play video games, which I guess is kind of cool. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's interactive. Yeah, so uh, that that is my grand birthday plan 
when all of this is over, when we actually can go someplace, I still want to eat an entire sushi boat. Like I did that one. We're doing that. You know, put me, <laughs> put me on the record, Jamie Noguchi. I'm going on record. We are doing the following things in, in a post-celebration of your birthday. We will go to whatever sushi joint you'd like. I don't care where it is. <laughs> nice. Feel free to motherfuck me on that. <laughs> like we can, like we can hop. On, you could be like, I want to go to San Francisco. We, <laughs> We are going to fucking just, it, we won't even get a hotel. It'll be sushi and then meat sweats on the way back. Yeah. We'll fly out. We'll eat. We'll fly we'll home. We'll fly out, eat, and then go right back. Yeah. Like, we, we land and I look at you and I go, we have nine hours to eat your weight in sushi. And you're just like, fucking hell. Yeah. And I just oh, hand man. you my credit card and we just go. God, little Tokyo in, uh, in fucking LA. Mm. Ah. I made a mistake. Nice. I went to a sushi joint and uh, I just, I just kept ordering stuff, and the bill oh, came. In. Oh. The bill came, and I was like, "Oh, there's an extra. <laughs> that's that's a big number in the front." There's an extra digit on that one in there. Oh, it was close. It was real close. <laughs> okay, were, right on. All it right. was real close, and I was like, I, "I've done that. I, I've totally done that." Where I'm just like, "Yeah, let me try this. Let me try this," and then all of a sudden, it's like, "Oh, oh." All right. And it was great. Cool. You sit at the bar and like they yell at you in Japanese. I'm like, yeah, what, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Get yeah. it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah, video games. I love video games. I can't remember when me and my brother started playing, but we, my parents had the old Atari, like the 2600. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they had the paddle. Uh, the there was like a, a paddle game it was like a um pong s- pong we had pong but there was also a circus game where like you had a uh, a seesaw and the person would bounce ah, it and you'd pong. and you'd have to catch them and okay gotcha. it was it was awful it was like like four bit graphics um but That's it was right. it was fun as hell so yeah i i don't know i mean you know, they they always tell you when you're raising your kids, like, try to limit screen time because blah, blah. That motherfuckers didn't account for a pandemic. So we playing video games tomorrow. <laughs> no, I, I get that. Like, I, yeah. I, I get the idea of don't let the TV be your kid's babysitter. But at the same time, like with everything going on, especially. Yeah. I, I really think it's a don't let your kids strictly be watching bullshit and help them learn with some stuff. Oh, I forgot. We did watch um, a bunch of Star Wars stuff on nice. on, on Monday with Hazel. Disney Plus? Yeah, okay. Disney Plus. Uh, they have like the, uh, what's it? For, um, they did a, a series of like four minute shorts animation yeah. of all the, the women in the Star Wars universe, like little yeah. adventures. Forces of Destiny. That's what it is. Um, I saw that. Okay. And... She loved it. It was great because you have like a little nice. thing with Ray and BB-8. You have a thing with uh, Ahsoka. Um, there was like a crossover with Jin, uh, Jin Erso and um, Sabine. They run into oh, wow. each other. Okay, That's yeah, like cool. uh, there's a there's a thing with um, Princess Leia and Sabine. Princess Leia and Sabine hang out with each other on, on one episode. Nice. Okay. Um, so it was really cool, and then I was like, man, I gotta watch uh, some Rebels because. <laughs> Yeah, I need to watch Rebels as well. I've heard it's very good. And then we did one of the the Lego Star Wars 
like the yeah. the quest for the hol- holocrowns or whatever. And okay, all of the jokes are great. Like Qui Gon Jinn comes back as a Force ghost, and they they didn't mean to call him, but they were like Yoda was like, uh, here, try to open this jar of pickles, and he's like, oh yes, I do have a special set of skills to be able to open pickles. <laughs> <laughs> like they have all these great I, jokes. I, I love any sort of children's and any well-written children's show has jokes for both adults and kids. That is a fucking 20. Yeah. So Brandon in the spirit of May the 4th, in the spirit of the <laughs> okay. Star Wars, we are going yep. to talk about the final four episodes of the Clone Wars. What, so, hang on, are we are we about to spoil yes, everyone? Yes, yes, we are going. Okay. We are going to spoil. You mentioned no spoilers earlier. Okay. In the episode, but now we are going to go into spoiler territory because there okay. are there are things we should discuss. I have questions. Okay, uh, that's yeah. that is totally fair. So, so just to caveat, just to bring it back around for everyone. Yes, kids, look at yes. me. Okay, yes. if you're watching this online, you can see my face. If you can hear me, if you can hear the dulcet tones of my voice, I'd like you to take a moment. That if you haven't seen, if you haven't embraced, if you haven't watched the last four episodes of Clone Wars. Let's say you don't have Disney Plus. Let's say you don't plan on having Disney Plus, but you'd like to see it at some point along the way, respectively. I'd like to thank you for your time. I appreciate your listenership. I'll talk to you next week, and we love you very much. <laughs> now, if you have Disney Plus, go watch that shit. What is the <laughs> fuck wrong with you? Jesus Christ, Mandalorian's been over for like weeks now. Go fucking watch that shit. What is wrong with you? Okay. Now, we are going to talk about this. Spoilers be damned. Spoilers be damned. Spoilers Spoilers be damned. damned. Yeah. Jamie Noguchi, if you remember this, do me a favor in the description of it. If you could just mention spoilers at whatever mark or something like that in the the show notes. I'll just put it. Just so that people have an idea of like, yeah, just, just a heads up. Yeah. So this I, way, no one gets upset about anything. I'll just say, spoilers are at the end. We talk about all the other stuff, but to this topic yeah. is spoilery. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. I. I and there I, will be I ample warning. That. Well, there'll be ample yeah. warning because we're yelling at you right now. Spoiler! Spoiler! Now, spoiler! Spoiler! Now, spoiler! Hear me. Hear me. <clears throat> if for some reason I find out you message Jamie and you're like, "The fuck, dude! You ruined Clone Wars for me." <laughs> I'm gonna find out your name. And I'm going to make a video post personally calling you out for being a fucking moron. Okay? I'm going to put my name on it. You're going to see this face, and it's going to be so-and-so we fucking warned you. I'm I'm not going to hide behind a keyboard. You're going to see my face. (laughs) It's going to be a fucking political ad. My name is Brandon Chalmers. And I approve this message. With like You're fucking, fucking piano idiot. music in the background. Like, ding, I'm, ding. I'm good with that. Yeah. Like, I, I will gladly find some open source shit to play in the background. Yeah. I'll have an American flag behind me. I'll have my girlfriend flutter it behind me in the most <laughs> poor production version of this shit while I call you an idiot. Okay. Now, we've said our piece. We've warned you about spoilers. Jamie Noguchi. Yeah. Yeah. What are your questions? I, so 
I am I am late to the Clone Wars game. I okay. did, I did not watch it when it came out. I tried catching up when it was on Netflix. Uh, I got bored because uh, I started at the first season, and I don't know if it gets better. I so uh, it, it, I haven't really watched any of it. When the Mandalorian came out with, uh, and there was that episode of the at the very end of the Mandalorian with the dark saber, which we just again spoilers. Um, I was like, mm-hmm. this is some interesting shit. I want to learn more about Mandalorians. So I went back and watched right. all the episodes with Mandalorians from the Clone Wars okay. and from Rebels. So I know uh, I know Maul is still around somehow. Um, so I, I was also not expecting the last four episodes to be like a movie. Because the entire time I was watching season seven, I was like, this is interesting stuff but also what is the point of this show right because ostensibly end of season six goes into the movie like you know the the clone wars happens and then like i i don't know because i i never watched season six but my impression was after season six that leads directly to the movies um so i was like okay well they're they're doing this final this final final season what is the show about? Because we're introduced to the bad bunch, which is great. Then they disappeared. We're introduced yeah. to like these, these two texts from the, the, the down below and Coruscant, which is interesting. Uh, and then they fuck off and, and we're told stuff about Ahsoka Tano that we already knew. Like we already know right. that she's a Jedi at heart. We already know that she's generous and she doesn't necessarily right. believe in the mission, but she still wants to help you. Like these are cool things, but they, character wise they don't really add to the the story like we already feel like we already love the clones yeah i i okay so i was a little confused by this as well so the first couple episodes with with the the crew of like off born i don't know the best way to put this like one-off uh clone troopers who end up having the special abilities or whatever it is the bad bunch the bad bunch they're rad they are amazing and it and, and it very much felt like a and now that I say this, I realize what it is, is it's the rise of the story arc of Rex so that you care about Rex. I agree, but we already did. Right, but what I'm saying is, is why is Rex singled out so much in that sense? Mm-hmm. And I think in if you take the entire season as a builder, the first half was to have you care about the humanity of Rex. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the clones the too, second, I guess. Yeah, but like Rex especially though because he's chasing fives and you realize the backstory of that and like if you haven't had a chance to go watch Clone Wars and I know that's a fucking, it's a lot. <laughs> it's an, it's an anime. It's like and, telling someone to, to start One Piece and you're like, uh, Alex, help me. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, and, and I don't know the best way to put that is, you know, I don't know if it's best to like, I'm sure somewhere online there is a like, must watch 20 episodes of Clone Wars yeah. up until the last season that you could probably tear through in a reasonable amount of time. And That's I don't think necessarily it... miss anything. Yeah. Though I would argue that if it doesn't cover rad stuff like the couple episodes of Kit Fisto or fucking Master Plo Clune, like you're missing out on some rad shit because the idea of them getting into... They have an adorable episode where the younglings go to the the ice temple where all of the lightsabers come from and they all find their crystals 
and basically have their own story arc where they find the things. Yeah, like they find the things, like the temple is designed to basically have you overcome your fears. Yeah. And there's a Wookiee. And him's a little Wookiee. And he's adorable. And I forget what he's afraid of. I I don't know if it's like heights or water or something like that. But like he basically has to like walk across this frozen lake. But he has to have the confidence that his steps towards something are more important than the fear that faces in front of him. And that, you know, he needs to work it out. And then preceding episodes where he gets his crystal and then the rest of the kids give him a hard time because he wants to make his lightsaber handle out of wood. Oh, yeah. And there's apparently like this super hard wood that's like as hard as steel that's found on Kashyyyk that is like the thing. So he's got a wooden handle on his lightsaber. I think I've seen, I, I've seen fan designs of that. It looks amazing. Fucking adorable. And like, he's delightful. Yeah, the, the whole thing is great. And it shows this mix of like different races and different backgrounds and genders and what ha- And like, it's just, it's very good. I'll have to and check that out. Clone I Wars it. is a delightful way. Yeah, like, Clone <clears throat> Wars is a delightful way for you to. And I will say, animation gets much better. By the time they got to season seven, they really worked their animation style out. The first couple yeah. seasons are a little janky. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like but the the lighting is phenomenal. The the way the thing the the cyber fights, the saber fights are are great. Like the, the saber trail, fights are super fucking great. The blades yeah, like, are great. Yeah, you can tell. The, they, you can tell they've improved so much. <laughs> yeah, but like they they turn General Grievous into a whole thing. There's a whole thing with Asajj Ventress. They tell a whole background story of Darth Maul and Darth Maul's family and Darth Maul Maul's is amazing. Home world. Like the home world where you realize that like the women are actually the strong ones and the males are the weak ones. And you realize like there's only but so many of them that really get this like praise to be someone like Darth Maul. And yeah, yeah like it's Maul, super good. Maul, Maul turned out to be one of my favorite characters and he was nothing. Episode one, he was just there. He was a waste of space. You could have replaced him with a, oh, with a, you could have, no. you could have replaced Darth Maul with, a lamp that had two swords on it because there was no, no. character. There was no character in him. Like he was. They didn't giving- give him any ability. And exactly. what was he fighting against? Liam- and exactly. Way, no exactly. character ability. Well, hang on a second. Let's. I literally just watched episode. He wears, I'm gonna fight you about. He this. wears a cloak and he has a great look, and that's it. Cool. Tell me what Obi Wan did in New Hope that was any different. In New Hope, he he tells the whole story about like. The Force, the Jedi, no. the history no. of everything. No. He tells Luke about all this dumb shit. No, he fucking doesn't. <clears throat> he tells his dad that his father was a great fighter pilot yeah. and fucking gloms over everything else, puts him in a helmet without a visor and lets him get shot in the ass and then falls into a pile of laundry halfway through the fucking movie. But Maul doesn't, but Maul doesn't do anything. He says one Maul- line... He says one line, Maul yes, my master. Liam Neeson in half and ends the reign of the second worst dad in cinema. And that's why one. I think he could be replaced by a lamp with knives because he, he moves amazingly. He does everything great, but that could have been anybody. No. It could have been anybody. No, no. It could no, have no, been no, anybody. No, no, no. no, because that look that he gave, when you see the first time, 
the fucking anger in Obi-Wan's face when he cuts him down is fucking great. And the fact that Maul looks excited after he fucking <laughs> stabs Qui-Gon in the, yeah. in the stomach and then <laughs> stares Obi-Wan down like, what now, bitch? He's like, what now? I knew what you were now, a terrible bitch, dad. I am, I'm from CPS and I'm here to save the kid. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like, I just, I, yeah, like. I, okay. I, I, I'd argue that is more a fault of he one, was, he was Ray used, Park, to my understanding, not having a whole lot of acting chops. Sure, sure. But he and was also. God. No, but he was used terribly. In that in that yeah. movie, he was used terribly. Yeah, and that's that's why I think he could be replaced with a lamp because the way he was used, it should have had more of an impact, and it ha- it was nothing. It fell flat. So, sure, he kills Qui Gon Jinn, but we already didn't like him anyway. So when Obi Wan kills him, we don't get that rush when like when like Luke defeats Vader or the, anything like that. It's just sure you do. I what, I didn't. Why? I didn't. Why? When I was in the theater, I was like, well, that Luke was a waste. Vader was. Fucking lame for one and two. Why does everyone have to be everybody else's fucking kid or grandkid for a fucking death in Star Wars to matter? I I didn't. I don't care about his backstory. I just wanted Maul to have more of an impact in the movie. Like that. I mean, that's that's fine. But I would argue on on this scale, I cared more about Nick Nolte's character in The Mandalorian dying than I did about Vader ever dying. Mm, mm Hmm. All this to say, I think what they've done to Maul in the Clone Wars yes. is superior yeah. to what they did with him in that movie. Oh, no argument. And but I've always, I mean, if you go back and listen to one of our episodes, I think we talk about like prequels and everything else like that and what uh-huh. have you. I've always thought that Maul, there should be a story arc where Maul goes back and tries to take out Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan should be the one to actually strike him down. Yeah. they, they And the they, fact that they leave it open like that is fucking great. Brandon, they have a resolution in Rebels. You need to watch it. Yeah, I'm sure. It's really good. It's yeah. really, it's really good. Does Does he die? It's what What you should do is you should watch the fight from the movie. Does he and, die? And then watch the fight from the from the show because because he does something that Qui Gon Jinn didn't, and then he it's it's good. It's real good. Yeah. Everything they've done with Maul since has made Maul much better. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, I, and, I've got no argument. And and from from going from a character who I had no fucks, I did not care about Darth Maul at all. Design wise, amazing. The way he was used, bleh. And now, if I went back to to watch Episode One again with all of this backstory to to see where Maul has come from and to to see where he's going, I'd be like, all right, well, this this is a lot cooler than I thought it was. I I, I would like to ask a question reasonably. Did you ever think Boba Fett was rad? No. Okay, then I I retract my statement. Continue on. <laughs> no, I did not. That's no. fine. I no, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I, I've had this where I've talked to friends where they think Darth Maul's lame, but they think Boba Fett's rad. No, and I shout fucking heresy because I'm like, what the fuck did Boba Fett do that Darth Maul yeah. didn't? Because at least fucking Darth Maul managed to take out a Jedi. Yeah, Boba Fett managed to fall over into a pit. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Ray Park did as best as he could to bring yeah. life to that character. The way the way Darth Maul moves is lethal. It's just it, it it was a it was a poor scene. It didn't. I don't know. 
I I have issues with <laughs> the way they used him in that movie. <laughs> no, that 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 I can totally agree with, but I think that's us picking a fight with a lot of things that George Lucas did in the prequels, and that's I can't argue with that. I wish that Darth Maul had more. Yeah. I genuinely have always liked Darth Maul. I thought he was rad. I always thought by comparison, he was much cooler than Darth Vader. Yeah. I mean, especially... Like, I, I've yeah. never been a fan of Vader. I always thought, like, between Dooku and Maul, they were much more imposing characters. Yeah. Like, Dooku especially. Yeah. Like, one, the fact that he walked around fucking not talking about being called Darth Ty... No, Darth yeah. fucking Tyrannus? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How do you not have that on a goddamn business card <laughs> and fucking fan them shits Darth out? With that voice, man. That yes, just... Fuck, yes! Mm. Yes! That Christopher like, Lee voice. Mm. That Christopher Lee literally fronted a metal band Christopher Lee voice. How do you not fucking the bat he had a lightsaber yeah. that had a fucking curve to it i know that's where you're going like just uh, yeah like just yeah because it gives like, you extra got, leverage when you're going this way to chop a motherfucker in half fuck that he's got the only lightsaber they can open a beer bottle <laughs> like fucking popping tops yeah like I, and and see they they did a lot more with him than they did with maul and and i yes and I and I wanted that I wanted that to happen, and the fact that we have more of Maul now, I'm so happy. <laughs> like, I'm so happy I, that I they've that, done more with him. I, I I can't I can't argue that, but like I think by comparison, I always found Dooku to be a much better villain oh, than yeah. I found Vader, just because he always seems so much more calculating. And mm-hmm. like by comparison, especially after seeing all the fights. The idea that Dooku stands toe to toe with Flippy Fuck Yoda, yeah, get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Ain't no Vader standing off against Flippy Fuck Yoda. Yeah. Get out of here with and, that shit. And I think that's um, that's the problem with the prequels is because like they they've improved so much on the sword fighting that when you go back and you watch the old stuff, it really looks bad. Like the way no, the way, I, the way yeah. Vader moves is is not scary at all. Like right, but what I'm saying is like even by comparison to episode three fight between Anakin and Obi Wan, which is a really impressive lightsaber fight in all fairness. Yeah, it ain't no fucking Dooku versus fucking Yoda. Like yeah, yeah. It, like genuinely, yeah. Yeah. like it, it it ain't the fucking same. And Christopher Lee can sell it so well. Of course he can. That's, that's like the guy. The yeah. guy does so much less with so much more pulling things across and yeah. the force lightning and everything. Like he's so much better at just chewing fucking scenery. I think that's it. I think, I think he's a better seller than, than whoever they got to. I, I don't know the actor's name, but the, the suit actor for Vader, Christopher Lee sells it much better than that suit actor. But because he had facial actions. Yeah. Like Christopher Lee is the, is the the prequels equivalent of Val Kilmer and Tombstone. Like, that dude in every scene he's in 
has the most commanding voice, yeah. the the biggest presence, the the biggest gravitas. Like that guy just he stands in a room and he stands a little taller than everyone else. Even if he's a, he stands next to somebody from fucking Camino and is somehow <laughs> taller than an eleven foot yeah. fucking alien. He just right, yeah, because he's just yeah. kind of. Yeah, like he just kind of picks himself up and he's kind of all shoulders and he just boasts his voice out. It's just very, just, ah, oh, the Jedi. <laughs> and just, and I'm just like, you're kind of fucked. Cause, yeah. like, du- I, Dooku here, Dooku coming. <laughs> my, Y'all better run, my Dooku. Kingdom, <laughs> my kingdom for a throwdown between Dooku and fucking Sam Jackson. Mace Window. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just that would have been so great. I though, in all fairness, I'm really sad that Sam Jackson wasn't able to be more Sam Jackson. Oh yeah, talk about like sucking all the life out of your performance. I've never seen him no, so I, wooden. Well, Just he he was very wooden, and I I'll agree with that. I'd argue of that crew, he was probably the most like it was. I wanted him to be more Nick Fury and less coat rack. Yeah. And and the era that we're talking about, you you could have done that. It's it's the high council. But right, like, but I, we're in a I war. don't expect George Lucas to be able to get that out of anyone. For 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 sure, for sure. And I think like no Yeah, Chris the, the reason Dooku is so good is because Christopher Lee is like, I know what I'm here to do. Right, yeah. He, Christopher Lee could have shown up and basically kind of done anything, really. Yeah. And I genuinely think he could have, if he didn't, could have strong-armed George Lucas into thinking that his character needed more gravitas, more this, more that. Like, I'm relatively yeah. convinced he was basically like, I'm going to turn this shit into Macbeth. And even if I'm <laughs> the only one in this play, yeah. I'm going to act the fuck out of this. Well, like, I, I'm good. I feel like Sam Jackson could have pulled a little bit more weight because he got his purple purple lightsaber. And he got I, his purple lightsaber, and I feel like he was so. I, I don't know. I feel like he was so in awe of the Star Wars that he didn't he didn't feel like he could push it because because I think I think I think Mace Windu could have been amazing. Like, I, I, I wholeheartedly I agree. Yeah, I'm curious in retrospect if at the time in the what are we talking late 90s when that was shot. If there was enough there that, because I don't remember where he was in his career, but I know he wasn't like Pulp Fiction. He had he wasn't, come off of Pulp Fiction, and that was huge. Yeah, like it was huge, but he was just kind of coming into him being Sam Motherfucking Jackson. Yeah, rather than kind of working actor trying to get whatever it is. So maybe yeah. he just wanted the paycheck and the gravitas of being able to say, "How many motherfuckers?" are black in Star Wars. And have a purple motherfucking lightsaber. Right, because, like, unless the timeline is off, near as I can tell, in the Star Wars universe, because I just watched episode nine, there's that delightful stormtrooper at the end who's talking to Lando, and Lando, in the smoothest of the years, is like, well, I guess we'll go find your dad. And (laughs) at no point along the way do I ever, like, not think that that scene is longer where he just goes, so how old are you now? So, so where do you think you're born? Well, I definitely wasn't there that time. I know that much. It's like, 
Oh man, Brandon. Like, cause I can easily see fucking like him lean into the camera and go, well, there's Finn's family and there's my family. And then that's the end of the black people in the Star Wars universe. I'm not 100% sure where you came from, but maybe you <laughs> and Finn are brothers. Yeah. I just like, because the fuck? She, yeah, she is his daughter. It, but fuck you for assuming that. No. Come she, on. She is his daughter. That, that has come out in post, like from, oh, from official Star Wars shit. What? She is his daughter because Lando. Why do we have to do Lando, this? Because Lando had a daughter who was stolen, like as a baby, and so that's that's, yeah. Stole. Yeah, I hate Star Wars. Yeah, I hate that movie so much. How? I hate that movie so much because it's like, why couldn't she have just been someone else? No, she has to be Lando's what? daughter. Yeah. Does does she have to do this? Nope. Why do we do that? Like, I hate that a joke that I make about Star Wars not having enough African-American characters ends up actually being fucking canon Uh because somehow we refuse... We're good with a bunch of different alien species, but for some reason, we're not able to have... Like, so where does Finn come from then? Did Lando have a son that got fucking stolen too, or just a daughter? Well, for some reason, they're not going to reveal that one. <laughs> like, I, God, fuck. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, anyway, hate, I, I, they, they, they keep coming out with new shit too. Like, did you know that the people on on Exegol were like Sith cultists? That uh, no, no, we don't know that. You know why we don't no, know that? Because he didn't tell us in the it. movie. Yeah, no fucking stop jk rolling this fucking shit mm. stop like stop making everyone gay hey like, brandon you just you no hey, brandon, stop it did you, no did you know that no. the sith don't go to the bathroom they just magically sith it away well no i understand that <laughs> like I, I hate to say it this way but the idea of the sith and the the leader of north korea being essentially the same <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me like oh if, if you like genuinely, if we created a website where we listed facts about the Sith, but instead of actually having facts about the Sith, there were like three of them, and the rest of them were things that the North Korean leader has has said about themselves, <laughs> I don't know if we could tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, so uh let's anyway, Clone Wars. Yeah, let's yeah, let's finally circle back to the Clone Wars. Darth Maul is amazing. Ahsoka Tano is amazing. Yes. Um, yes. I, I, but, but like I said, like I, I don't know why we needed the aside with the two mechanics. I love them. They're great characters, but like, I don't I know. I think we needed to reappropriate ourselves with Ahsoka and let mm-hmm. her live in this universe because if we, okay, so let's assume we came off the bad bunch, right? Mm-hmm. And then immediately turned to Ahsoka getting approached by the the people from Mandalore, right? We'd be like, the fuck is going on with Ahsoka? How did she end up hanging out with these people? So like, yeah. I almost think you need that palate cleanser of, hey, so Ahsoka's here. And you're like, okay, cool. And you need that like, so Ahsoka met some friends and Ahsoka's doing the right thing. And Ahsoka still is good of heart. Mm-hmm. And even faced with what's going on, Ahsoka can't help but be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And you're like, 
okay, all of this track. So like, I understand the thought process because when I saw it initially, I was like, this really feels like we're paying, like for the lack of a better way to put it, we're paying lip service to the only real strong female character that the Jedi have had in some time. Yeah. And it makes sense to do from a financial standpoint in the Star Wars universe, but also it feels very heavy handed that yeah. we just suddenly decide to shift gears. And in retrospect now, I'm wondering if maybe just like I said, maybe you just needed, you needed that ginger, like you need that, that palate cleanser to kind of let us shift gears. Yeah. So when, so when Rex shows back up, when Ahsoka, you know, Ahsoka gets through the whole thing with the spice runners and everything like that, and then she gets approached by Death Watch, and I'm like, fucking cool, Death Watch is back. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. And then we, you know, we find out about Maul, and there's like that lead in. I was like, fuck, here we go. Yeah. And I was a little worried when they brought in Obi-Wan and Anakin because I was like, okay, this feels right. We're going to bring in Anakin and Obi-Wan and they're going to save the day and they're going to make this the fucking Anakin and Obi-Wan show like yeah. they always have. And yada, yeah, yada, yada. I, I got that Ahsoka's feeling gonna too. going to be there and, and she's going to end up doing something really good, but it ain't going to be all that serious. And that makes yeah. sense. And, you know, we'll, we'll end with the theme and yada, yada, yada. Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, like, Anakin <laughs> has to back out. Right, yeah, like, <laughs> Grievous... Thing, thing I will give them the absolute credit for. Grievous is apparently attacking Coruscant. They never go back. Yeah. Yeah. They, Grievous is tearing apart the home planet, and they never bother to check in on them after that point. Like, Anakin yeah. hands, them the light, hands her the lightsabers, and then they fuck off. I was yeah. like... Yeah. Okay. That that was amazing right. to me because I felt right. the same. I felt the same way that you did when they showed up. I was like, "All right, well, we did all this character building with Ahsoka. And now it's all gone." Nope. Right. Right. Because like when, like especially when you see Obi Wan show up in that in that one episode yeah. where like Rex is is you know storming the like Anakin's there with Rex and they're going to storm the bridge and yada yada and like the, the clone troopers are down. Fucking Obi Wan shows up looking like fucking Samurai Jack. Yeah, <laughs> because like that, like he shows up and there's like explosions and his hair is like quafting in the wind yeah. and there's this big upshot and he looks like a fucking titan. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And as an old school, especially Clone Wars Obi Wan Mark, Obi Wan's probably my personal favorite character from the Clone Wars because I fucking love every bit of it of him with the leader of Mandalore and the backstory yeah, of, of it yeah. all, him being kind of like good dad and him being kind of reluctant and him giving Anakin shit and just all of it. I love it. I love every fucking bit of it. I can't help but eat that shit up. I know what that says about me. I don't care. I <laughs> fucking love him. So when he showed up and it looked like a goddamn spank bang film, I was like, Fucking here for this, dude. This ropes, shit, I'm ropes excited. Yeah, just just ropes. Just look like silly string, just all over my goddamn living room. And I'm I'm here for it. And then we shift gears, and I was like, okay, all right. I guess I guess we're gonna go this direction. Yeah. And I was genuinely blown away with oh, the yeah. direction they headed. Yeah. 
And those sure. last two episodes, especially that last one, shows some really interesting things. Like, because after watching episode nine and then watching that last episode of Clone Wars, I don't know if you realize it, but the scene where Ahsoka is trying to hold back Darth Maul's ship and the scene where Rey is trying to hold back the ship that she thinks stole Chewie is almost identical. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows like this, like, you realize Luke early on had trouble lifting his goddamn ship out of the water. Yeah. And, and these two are just both like... Rey and Ahsoka. Right. Yeah. A ship genuinely fucking thrusters at max trying to pull away and they're both holding it there and then decide to let it go so that they can save their friends. Yeah. As a choice of just, we'll get him back and also, fuck it, I'll deal with Maul later. Yeah. I'm going to hang out with my friend Rex and make sure he doesn't like, I know I'm, Rex right, would yeah. sacrifice himself, but I'm not going to let him. <laughs> yeah. This like, I'm not going to let Rex die. Yeah. Because Rex would totally do that. Right, like I just, and I realize now in retrospect, having that scene with with the rest of the company all painting their helmets to look like Ahsoka's face and then having Ahsoka's company essentially hunt her down was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Because you almost need, like you knew Ahsoka was a good person, but the idea of her refusing to kill them, like, please understand, I am not that person. You put a lightsaber in my hand and tell me that they're hunting me down. I'd look at Rex and go, I'm sorry, but we're going to make it out of here. And I had to taken off every fucking head in that joint. Yeah. Like there wouldn't have been a hesitation there. Yeah. I had a teamed up with Maul, taken every <laughs> head off and then head straight to Coruscant. I, I without almost fucking question. I almost thought that she was cause like, who knows? But the fact that she right. didn't was amazing. Right, and yeah. Just, the fact that she releases Maul and then sends him off, you know, how about you give me... No, fuck you. Go cause a distraction. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Whoa! Like, because every part of my wrestling brain is like, fucking team up? Are we doing a team up? Yeah, yeah. I know he's going to turn on her eventually, but fuck, yeah, like, yeah. Are, are, are we teaming up? Is this what's happening right now? Yeah. And just like... And then all of a sudden, she's immediately like, no, 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 no. You're not in the NWO. It's Wolfpack for life. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She's like, look, Rex and I, we cool. The droids and I, we cool. Go ahead, Virgil. Roll (laughs) on. Go ahead. (laughs) Now, you're going to live to see another day, (laughs) but you're going to be signing fucking autographs. Fucking out a rim planet. That's what's gonna be happening right now. Oh no! Go ahead. Sad Go Maul. sign autographs of the outer rim. Sad Maul is Virgil. Oh no! <laughs> like just yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I. I just I. I, I usually yeah. watch things on the side uh, while I'm working. When these last four episodes, I was just dead center, staring at it. Yeah. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When, uh, when I think it was like six, seven, eight. I don't know when when the first one started, and they they did the 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 sound the soundtrack like yeah. I was the fanfare hit, and I was like, wait, what? That's that's not how Clone Wars starts. <laughs> yeah, and, and they had the Star Wars thing, and I was like, oh shit, 
what, yeah, what are they doing? Like, right, yeah. I, I, the, like, and I knew things were different when they ended the second to last episode on that down note of music. Yeah. And then that last one ending in almost mm-hmm. silence. Mm-hmm. Like that, that last scene, especially Jesus Christ, that last scene yeah. Up until when Vader shows up, because genuinely, I could have done without Vader showing up in there. Yeah. That yeah, last scene, you see Ahsoka, up. all of the helmets lined up and the graves, and the idea that I don't know who insisted on it, or they both did, to bury their friends. Yeah. Is so fucking sad. Yeah. It, it like, hit hard. It hit hard. It hit so hard. Because, like, I'm watching that. I was like, I I just feel bad. That's your homies. And your homies were programmed to do it. And they had no choice. And, ugh. But you, but you still. Right. They're your, they're your homies. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it didn't even feel like. Like, Empire ends on a down note. But there still feels like a lot of hope there. And the end of Clone Wars, that felt like survival. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it felt like like every bad episode, like every fucking heartbreaking episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Where you're just like, well, this person's dead and this person's dead. We're almost out of food. Everyone's encroaching on everything and I don't know what to do. And maybe yeah. we won't stop crying. Our heroes go off into the sunset and it's not a hopeful sunset because all their homies right, are dead. We, right, but like we don't even know. And I hope this is the case. I know that they just released that like Teka Watiti's doing a new movie and they've got another um, Emmy, I think, uh, Emmy Award winning writer doing another TV show, but I don't know if it's live action or not. Yeah. I'm going to go on record as saying, I hope it's animated and I hope it picks up right where that one left off with Ahsoka and Rex. I really want to know what happens to Rex. I, I want to know. I want to know what happens to the both of them. I want to know. Like, and I, I want to know if the Bad Batch, if they had bad chips, or if, if they were somehow immune to six, six, order right. sixty six. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Right. Like, because they introduce what, them what and then they're gone, that? and we don't revisit them. So there's, there's room for them to have somehow made it. No, um, no, 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 no. Let's, let's understand. The Bad Batch will never return. Ugh. They'll be idolized. People will get tattoos of them. They'll make backpacks of them. They'll talk about how amazing they are. And then a new version of the Bad Batch will show up that will be much oh. better than the original because we come to find out that the Bad Batch all fell into a hole and died. <laughs> oh, no, Boba Fett fans. So, <laughs> and then there will be a new show of the Bad Batch where it's like the ancestors of the Bad Batch and they have like yeah, the same yeah, armor, but it'll it's be a like better the- armor and it's silver. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yeah. And they yeah. have a baby Jar Jar instead of a baby Yoda, and it's, it's all good. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be super great. Yeah, baby Gunk. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I'll be happy if we never get to see what happens next. But I will be equally happy to see what happens next because yeah, man, I man, yeah, I yeah. That was and, a that was uh, a dick punch. Just like whoa. That yeah, that was that was fucking rough. Like, I don't know what to think of any of that. And for Star Wars to do that, it, 
I mean, Rogue I'm One glad. ends. Yeah, I mean, me too. Rogue One's Rogue One ends with everyone de- dead, but you know what's going to happen next right, because but, we right into New Hope and stuff. This, right, you you knew that was going to happen though. When you went into that, you knew ain't nobody making that and making out of that shit. Yeah, and this one no is fucking just like, <laughs> shout out to that moment when she goes to fucking save Rex's life and calls out some Donnie Yen shit. Yeah. I'm the force of forces with me. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm one with the force of forces. That's what I was like, hell Ooh. yes. Yeah. Yep. Hell yes. Yeah. And uh, I mean, bleak shit probably maybe isn't the best in these days, but this was this was great. This was great. So, okay, hear me out, right? So a live action television show, right? Smash cut. 20 years in the future, right? After the last episode of Clone Wars. Rex is alive. Ahsoka's alive. They're training fighters. In stumbles a blind kid. It's fucking young Donnie Yen. <laughs> Come to find out, that's where he got this from. There is Ahsoka's training rebel fighters. She's training the the temple guards because they guard the temple for the kyber crystal. Yeah, she's she's <sighs> training them because she's gonna defend what's left of the Jedi. She ain't Jedi, but she's gonna defend the principles of it because she knows that eventually it's the only thing that can take down. Fucking love this thought. I love I want it. More of it. That's print. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You can get a you can get a diverse cast. You can tie in a whole bunch of shit. Darth Maul can show up. It can be a fucking 20. We get Chewie like and Baze as kids as as young as a young couple as kids. Mm. Like you you can tie in so many right and like you can loosely relate it to everything and you can show things like them hunting down the temple and them trying to figure out well, wait, hang on a second. She's going to have to move the temple. Yeah. Because Anakin knows where the temple is. That's true. So she, okay. So we pick back up. She's grabbed the important stuff from the temple and she's on a race through space to try and find a safe place to keep everything, to keep the core of the Jedi alive. And fucking Vader is chasing her through the fucking cosmos. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that, too. Fuck, dude. Right. Because then she knows who's chasing her. She's aware of it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a standoff moment where you see Vader swing into scene. And Ahsoka, 20 years later, see him across a hallway. And him cock his helmet sideways and go, snips and you hear it <laughs> through the fucking thing and have her go no, and then run and then the next episode is just her coming to grips with the idea that anakin is darth vader she has to run from the person who helped create her oh and man the fucking turmoil that comes with that yeah oh that darth maul was right the whole time that she could have solved this and she could have fucking went to Coruscant and tried to solve this problem. God damn it. <sighs> God damn it. Man. Well, we'll never the, do it. 
they, well, they they do some stuff with Maul and Ahsoka and Vader in Rebels. So they 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 do show up in Rebels. Um, but there and that's good. But there's also the rumor of Rosaria Dawson playing Ahsoka Tano in the next season of Mandal- Mandalorian. So I don't know. They might pick up some stuff. Like we might find out. Know. We might we might find out about Rex. We might have uh, we might have Aquaman's dad back as one of the clones. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> that would be so great if he shows up as Rex. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm I'm here with all of that. <laughs> Um, so I just randomly popped up. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some information about it. Apparently, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is in the hospital with an infection. So, uh, yeah. yep. <sighs> so, uh, cool. Um, anyway, well, so hopefully by the time this comes out, uh, things will be better. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. If if you Clone have Wars. been if you have been complaining about Star Wars lately, it. or even if you like Star Wars lately, this is this is good for both. I feel like genuinely, I I got to be honest with you. I think you could probably watch that last season without watching the other stuff. If I gave you, I did, and I because I I hadn't seen most of the other stuff. So yeah, like I, there are two things you should know leading into it. Um, Fives gets kidnapped and is a real good soldier, but is a little messed up and has a really great story arc earlier in the season. And Ahsoka left the Jedi's because she's fucking angry. Um, also, Mandalore. Uh, Mandalore has been taken over by a fundamentalist, and there's other people trying to like other Mandalorians. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a whole story arc yeah. <laughs> with with the Mandalore uh, people and what have you, and the. <sighs> There's a lady who's in charge of Mandalore who ends up getting killed and her sister is part of the the force who's trying to kill them and overthrow yeah. them and what have you and see I never gave yeah. a sh- I never gave a shit about Boba Fett but like all this Mandalorian stuff I am very much yeah. in, in, invested in <laughs> the, the whole story arc of, the, of that is super good they're trying to poison their own people yeah there's a whole thing about like yeah, dude, the whole backstory of that is super good too. And then there's a story arc that goes along with it where Obi-Wan is in a fucking relationship with the Queen of Mandalore. They're so cute. Wanna know why Obi-Wan doesn't fucking care and isn't surprised about Anakin and fucking Padme? Because he's doing that shit himself. Yeah. It's, Obi-Wan fucking Kano, baby. That's what I'm talking about. It's, God damn. It's, it's super good. It's super good. It's super good. Super good. Yeah. Go go watch that the shit. Dark, Please, the like, dark saber shit. The dark saber shit. The dark saber shit. They pick up with the dark saber in Rebels. Oh, I the know. The dark saber. So, so good. So good. Yeah. It, it's super good. And it also ties into fucking Mandalorian. Yeah. Which You'd is, be like, where the fuck did that dark saber come from? That's that's where. That, that's what happened. So I saw the dark saber, and I was like, I'm gonna. And I found a web page that told me all of the Mandalorian episodes. So I watched all of those yeah. Mandalorian episodes, and I was yeah. like, interesting. Yeah, that, yeah. Look, kids. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say it. you can totally watch like the the top twenty episodes. I'm sure there's some sort of online archive or something like that where it's like the top twenty episodes to get you set up for season seven or whatever it is. Yeah. 
go watch those and then go watch the last season of Clone Wars. It's it's, it's good. You got good. time watch all of it? Yeah. But Jesus Christ, that last season of fucking Clone Wars is super good. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's it's real real goddamn good. Yeah, man. Anyway, yeah. Oh, wow. All right, Brandon. Uh, yeah. Where where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, appreciating Jason Momoa using the hashtag Maymoa. Using my Instagram tag at that guy Chalmers. Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you? I am also on Instagram at Jamie Noguchi, and that's probably the better place to follow me because I post art and photos and fun stuff. Don't follow me on Twitter because it's nothing but it's bad. But if you if you like Rage. bad shit, angry Zen Master at Twitter. And then uh, wherever you find this podcast, uh, we're on Podbean. We're at uh, Hard Knock Media. Uh, I was on the Hard Knock Life podcast this past May the 4th thing. It was a, also a two-hour podcast. So, nice. But that was among nine people. You and I can do that with just the two of us. <laughs> And I think we may have, honestly, if you look at the at the numbers here, I think it's, we may have gone pretty close, close to hours. Yeah, it's like 140 yeah. or something. It's pretty yeah, that's close, all right. dude. All right, man. Um, be safe out there. Be nice to yep. each other. And, you know. Yep. Kids, be excellent to each other. Please remember to wear your masks. Um, like we always say, times are tough. Try to be as kind as you can to each other. Be excellent yeah. to each other. Party on, dude. <laughs> all right, bye. Peace out, kids. Have a good week, all right?